Steady Picks Radio. Welcome into Happy Hour. I'm your host, Ricky, here with my co-host, Michelle. How you doing, Michelle? What's happening, Ricky? Not too much. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How about those games, Ricky? Did you stay up and watch? I stayed up for, I would say, 75%. The last one, I kind of fell asleep on, but for no particular reason. But there were good games. All right. Well, let's start the show off by recapping those games, Michelle, because guess what? The Monday picks, cash them all. Did you bet them? I did. I did. My bankroll's looking nice. All right. All right. So let's just run through them real quick. And then what we're going to do, Michelle, is go through all of the games today, get all of those bets in, and then we'll have a couple other topics at the end of the show. All right. Sounds good. First game, Kansas State, Michigan State goes down to the wire. Thoughts? That was a game you sweat a little bit. I think that if that one player, uh, number one. Norwell. Yeah. If he didn't come back into that game, I don't know what the outcome would have been. Yeah, that kid put on a hell of a performance. He's actually a, a New York City kid, which is cool. That game was played in the Garden. Um, and he, I think he's a a Bronx kid. So yeah, cool to see like a local kid putting on a show like that, but couldn't agree more, Michelle. They don't, they don't win that game without that kid and that performance. Absolutely not. Um, that was our biggest play of the show on Monday. Money line, the plus money too, just to touch on Michelle, because we made a bold statement in saying that there would be no plus money by tip. There was no plus money by tip. So good good forecasting by us here. Absolutely. Next game. Yukon, Arkansas. Disappointed. You never had your car, Arkansas. The game was never close. They blow them out. We shouldn't have taken money line, Michelle. We should have uh laid the points here, but it's a win. It's a win. A win's a win. That Yukon team looking like they could be a really tough out, honestly, for anyone. Um, but moving into the the later slate, FAU and Tennessee. Now, this one was a bit more interesting just because I think Tennessee was up maybe by like five or six points at halftime. Where did you where did you dip out of these games, Michelle? Um, the Gonzala UCLA game. So I watched this game. I'm a little bummed. This really hurt my bracket. I'm pretty sure I am in last place now because of this, but that's okay. Tennessee? Yeah, I had Tennessee going pretty far, final four. So, um, yeah, interesting game. I um I want to give a, a tip to Steady Picks here and uh, the team that runs those plays because I thought the write-up for this game kind of swung me. I only ended up betting the the plays on our card. But, like, I thought it was, yeah, really well said. Um, Tennessee's offense really had been shaky all year. As soon as they lost that lead, you could kind of sense panic, um, as good as the defense looked. But, yeah, FAU, Michelle, do you, you know where the – are you familiar with this school? Not really. I mean, aren't they – are they in Boca? I think they're in Boca, Florida. Not a bad place to be. 
It's a nice place. But yeah, I mean, this team, good on both sides of the ball. But now the night game, or the latest game here, Gonzaga and UCLA. UCLA, Michelle, had a 13-point lead at halftime. 13 points. It, I'm, I'm like actually looking for words here. They went 10 or 11 minutes down the stretch of this game without scoring a point. It was an absolute just sell job, like fumble the fucking bag three times over. It was just can't really put words to it, but somehow at the end of the game, they still had an opportunity to win and uh, a three-point dagger with like seven seconds left. UCLA was up one. And uh, they ultimately, that that decided it. But really crazy ending of this game. And just second half in general, they UCLA just folded like a chair, Michelle. Yeah, I didn't know what happened this morning because I, I did, I went to bed when they were so, so, uh, what, 13 points you said? They were up. Plus and 450 was the live money line yeah. on Gonzaga. Um. I mean, think about that. Eleven minutes, and this isn't this isn't Tennessee. Keep in mind that had like moments where they struggled like this on offense. UCLA had been great all year. You know, they didn't they didn't have these moments, and uh, crazy. Yeah, that is a an interesting ending. Um, one other note in this one: Drew Timmy is uh, UCLA's father, Michelle. <laughs> They are his children. This man had like 40-something points. They could do nothing to stop him. He single-handedly, this guy's owned this program. Yeah, we'll leave it there. All right. And so did you make some money? I did. All right. Hit both bets. But let me tell you about, real quick, before we get in today's games, something really stupid that I did. So you know that I run the Instagram a lot of the time, right? We have, you're on like strike three with this. So yes, we do know. What I'm on strike do? two. So that's why I'm still in there. Got one more strike, Michelle. Am I going to take a, take that strike after whatever you're about to say? So here's what happened. I, we had a post, something March Madness related. And, and keep in mind, I literally put this up for like an hour. I said like, Pick two underdogs, comment them on the post, and I got $100 cash for whoever can hit it. But what I failed to realize is that even, like, the underdogs yesterday, like um, Kansas State and Gonzaga, they were really, like, pick -ems. You know, there was, there was two, like, legitimate 50-50 underdogs. Mm -hmm. So my, my dumbass... Runs my mouth. <clears throat> Few people, you know, maybe like, I don't know, 15 people end up doing it. They all hit. I think I'm one of those. Are you? I don't know. Maybe I didn't post that. I think I posted on something else. Oh, Nuts. man. But so here's the thing. So now you've got to pay that amount. Not yeah. And let me tell you, the... The team was not happy when they realized what had happened. So the only thing I can do in these moments, Michelle, is eat it. I'm going to pay it out of pocket. You know, we're, of course, we're going to honor it. But how fucking stupid am I 
Like, honestly. And you're out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly think that would have been it if, um, if I didn't need it out of my own. Yep. But, yeah. So, that's, that's why I'm a bit bitter about uh, the way that game ended. But also, futures tickets, Michelle, on UCLA. It's just a shame. I I don't I don't have words. So everything you made last night is going right out of your pocket, Ricky. When will you learn? Yeah. So that said, we need to make some money for today's games. So right. let's move over into them. All right. So the first game we have is Alabama versus San Diego State. So I'm I'm torn here because I've got Bama women winning my bracket, but I got San Diego State in my heart. Love San Diego. So what do I need to know about each one of these teams to make a, like a, a wise betting decision today, Ricky? Tell me what I need to know. I got you. Both teams too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a bet that we did make on Monday. We did a half unit on San Diego State plus seven and a half. That is still no no, really, like, you can still get it. You could cash it out. We're still exactly where we want to be with that. Okay. Now, in terms of this game, I think it is kind of worth noting that the Mountain West Conference has been, like, awful in the NCAA tournament, and especially when you get to this, like, Sweet 16 round is where it gets really bad. This conference is 0-6 uh, straight up. One in five against the spread. I mean, yeah. History says that this is not good. Okay. But in terms of the, the actual matchup, that stuff aside, Michelle, Alabama, third-ranked adjusted defense in the nation. Mm. All right. They defend the perimeter extremely well. Third in the nation. Uh, People. Opponents shooting 28% from downtown. They defend the paint better than anyone in the country first. Um, the only real flaw, truthfully, with this team on the defensive side of the ball is they don't create a lot of turnovers. Um, they're 312th in turnover percentage and like outside of the top 250 in steal percentage. So while they are like really tough to score on, they don't, they don't really create a lot of turnovers. Which is interesting. Very. And they play extremely fast on offense. So at times they can be a bit reckless in turnovers on that side of the ball too, Michelle. Um, outside of the top 225 in offensive turnover percentage. So just like something to keep in mind. They're a little bit reckless at times. Okay. Now San Diego State, they've got the, the sixth ranked. Adjusted defense across the board, just really, really sound, good athletes. Offensively is where maybe they're a bit more vulnerable. Um, if Bama gets it going, Michelle, maybe maybe that's kind of where this like becomes a challenge. But other than that, I mean, I think the only other note is that Bama, Bama plays really fast. San Diego State plays really slow. So my hope is that San Diego State will slow the game down, make it more of a defensive slugfest, and uh, cover the seven and a half. All right. 
Let's see what happens. So that's the first game, right? 6.30? Yep, that's Eastern the first Standard one. Eastern Standard Time? All right. So then we have uh, Miami versus Houston. Yep, this is a good one. All right, tell me what I need to know. Do we have a bet for this game? We do have a bet for this game. We did a half unit on Monday, Miami plus seven. We are going to just ride with that. You can actually get a seven and a half right now. Um, But this one, Michelle, I'm actually concerned about a little bit on the Miami side. I'm not going to lie. Houston, geez, top eight on both sides of the ball, adjusted offense, adjusted defense. They looked healthy the last game against Auburn where they smoked them. And Miami's Miami's been great, but I just wonder at what point does their their defense kind of catch up to them. Um, they have the the worst remaining defense in the tournament. Wow. Yeah. So, you know they they always have that path to win via a shootout, but I don't know, Michelle. I'm I'm hopeful with this one. This will be my smallest bet of the day on the on the Miami side. All right. So the next game we've got Princeton. The brains. The brains versus um Creighton. And I don't know if you saw this. I thought this was hilarious. There was some interview on ESPN with one of the players from Princeton and they actually went to class this week, which I was surprised about. Oh, I, I heard about that. I didn't see it. Like, I mean, I guess I don't really think about it. Like, are these kids in class? Are they just practicing all day? But nope. How could he be? How could he be in class? Aren't they like on the road? Where is this being played? Do you know? Like, I know the other. This is New York and Vegas, I thought. Um, I'd be curious of where these ones are being played because, yeah, I would think that they were on the road. Unless it was in Manhattan because obviously Princeton is not far from the Garden. Hmm. Well, you, well, you tell me about these games. Who are we taking? What do we like? I'm going to look that up. Because I know the first yesterday was in New York. So let's see where this is being played. All right. While well, you're looking that up, let me tell everybody the trap not to fall into. There's always these trends that go around. And the one with Princeton is that a 15 seed has never, they're like perfect against the spread. But like, here's what you have to realize. It's happened like three fucking times. Like, it's like 3-0 and against the spread. The The sample size is so small um, where, like, I think that trend means absolutely nothing. But, yeah, I, I look at, like, the numbers and stuff here. I have Kempom pulled up right now, too, just kind of looking at, you know, the, the stuff that they align, and I don't see it. I don't see how Princeton doesn't get blown out here. Like, Unless they have an algorithm, like you said, Michelle. I do. I think every shot that they take, they, like, have the measurements going. Like, have you ever seen, like, in um, the NFL now, the Amazon, like, that they, like, give those. Oh, yeah, the advanced. Yeah, like, like I, I think these kids, like, see this. Like, they have this little, like, graph going in their mind every time they shoot shoot the ball. <laughs> That's what I envision, at least. Yeah, I think. Maybe the brains come through again here, but I don't know. I just, I'm trying, like, I look at what are they good at? All right, they're, like, a decent defensive rebounding team. 
Is that it? Yeah, I mean, people, like, they've been shooting the three ball well, but overall, you know, they're not a good three-point shooting team. Full sample size. They've, they're, like, right around 100 in terms of adjusted efficiency on both sides. I just don't think they're, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a nice run, but I think they get punched in the mouth. I'm not going to bet it. Um, I do have a Creighton Futures ticket right. that hopefully stays alive. All right, and the last game is the Texas Longhorns and Xavier. Big we, game. Yeah, what do we need to know? Tell me both sides. Shaw Miller is a slime on the Xavier side, their coach. It's hard, it's hard for me to get behind him, Michelle. He illegally purchased players, came in and whooped the Sun Devils. Ugh, I can never forgive this guy for his time at, uh, at U of A, but... I'm going to look past it today, and, man, I really think there's value on Xavier. I hate to say it. Um, my concern with Texas is rebounding. A lot of these teams that have been getting killed on the boards are the teams that have been on upset alert and, you know, riding that bus home. I mean, even UCLA, going back to that game, the second half, they got destroyed on the boards. Destroyed. UConn destroyed Arkansas on the board. Um, Michigan State against Marquette in that upset. Like, rebounding and guard play is so important in this tournament. And Texas, no doubt, has talent. But these rebounding numbers are, you know, a bit concerning. Um, I don't know. I mean... Xavier, the the better ranked offense in terms of uh, efficiency. I just don't like their coach. Michelle, right. that's well, really sir. what it comes down to. But four points. I think we got to take the points with Xavier. As much as I hate to say it. Okay, are we locking it in one unit? We're gonna we're gonna lock it in full unit, and we'll shop right after the show for the best line. Sounds good. So that wraps up tonight's games. That wraps up tonight's games. A uh, couple other things to go over as we roll out of here, Michelle. The first of which, the Bo Money Show. Dropping, probably by the time you listen to this, it will be available on YouTube. The guest, Matt Walsh, a local legend, a PA kid, made it big um yeah i, I don't want to hype hype it up too much but it's going to be an awesome episode i think you know the basketball fans and everyone will really enjoy it be sure to check that out uh next michelle i feel like you've got a laundry list for me i do uh pelicans i've been getting a lot of messages about the pelicans ticket seeing how we're feeling about it, seeing what's what. We're approaching the stretch right now where we're going we're gonna to see what's what with that ticket. Um, Zion has been cleared for contact, but he's still, like, it sounds like at least a week away from returning. They, they got a win last night, but now they're hitting the stretch with a few really tough games. So if you're, if you're invested into the Pelicans as heavily as I am, you can consider starting to 
hedge out a bit on taking the other side of some of these games because truthfully, like, you know, it's so tight in the West, Michelle. And let me even pull this up real quick while we're while we're here. Because the Thunder, they lost last night, which really shook things up. All right. The Pelicans are currently in the nine spot, Michelle. But here's the thing. Seven through 12 are separated between like a half game or a game. Oh, okay. So a lot could happen. Yeah, and they have a pretty tough schedule. So just got to hold on. Hold on and see what we can do. Um, but... 250 to 1. If they get in, we'll, we'll definitely be able to make some money hedging it, if nothing else. All right. Sounds good, Ricky.